Hello, and welcome to the Healthier Home Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Peterson. This podcast is for everyone who would like to create a healthier, happier home for themselves as well as their families. Each week, I will be joined by health and home experts who will share their tips and tricks with us on how to create a healthier home. Don't worry about taking notes as everything that is linkable from today's podcast, as well as past podcasts can be found on the healthierhomepodcast.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode five of the Healthier Home Podcast. You guys, today we're having another beautiful day in Colorado. I tell you what, one positive thing about being at home is we are getting to some of these unending household projects. Yesterday, our family attacked the garage and cleaned up the front garden beds. It was so nice to spend a day in the sunshine and for me just to get back to gardening, even if it was just to clean up the beds. It makes me feel so good. I hope that you also are getting some of those projects off your list and being able to make yourself feel accomplished and happier. Today, we're going to talk about another way to boost your spirits and bring happiness and peace into your home, and that is creating your own sanctuary in your bedroom. Doesn't the word sanctuary just give you that sense of peace and calm? Well, today we are in for a treat as we had the lovely Lori James on the show. Lori is passionate about helping clients develop functional organizational solutions that bring a sense of relief and control back into their lives. For over seven years, her company, Lifestyle Management of Colorado, has helped many families create healthier, happier homes. Lori, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, it's truly my pleasure. I'm just so excited to have you on. I know you're going to help so many of us bring peace and happiness to our homes through simplicity and organization. Well, I'm looking forward to telling you all about it. Yeah, I know. Let's dive in, right? Well, you know that we're in the midst of our Sleep Awareness Month, and obviously the way our bedrooms feel and are organized greatly influences the way we sleep, which then impacts our health. What are your ideas and thoughts around organization in the bedroom for creating an environment that encourages sleep and relaxation? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, Tiffany, I think that the um, organizing for a good night's sleep starts in the morning, really. Yeah. You know, if you get up and make your bed, that's one less thing. You know, when you go to bed at night, that chaos isn't there. Right. right. I've heard, yeah, I've heard lots of studies talk about that, that if you make your bed, the success for the rest of the day is just, it's just so much, right? Like you can get organized and you're ready to tackle your day and it just, you go home at night and your bed's made and it's Mm -hmm. a sense of peace, right? Mm -hmm. So completely, I get that. Well, and the other thing is, is during the day, you have no idea what it is that you're going to be facing because, Mm -hmm. you know, you wake up in the morning, you have one plan and oops, that's not it. Right. So, um, so, you know, some of the things that I recommend to people in order to um, just get ready for the evening on because your bedroom is your sanctuary, is to make your bed. That's mm-hmm. one. Pick the dirty clothes um, off the floor. Yeah. Everybody just kind of sheds them. Does everybody do that? Because I sometimes think that's just my family. Like I, I go past, <laughs> I don't know, maybe <laughs> I just was upstairs a minute ago and the bathroom looked like somebody had done like, I don't know, fashion wardrobe change. There's all these clothes from one day. But when I when we were talking about this earlier, that is such a good point. If I could even say to my kids, listen, after we get up to bed, as you're getting out of bed, make your bed and look around. And, you know, after you get dressed, put everything right then 
into the laundry basket. That's right. Right? That's right. And you know what I have? I mean, I can even take that a little step further for mm-hmm. people that have a little, that have the, just, a, you know, all of this is seven to 10 minutes right. tops. I have a hamper that has three sections in it. So I'm actually okay. sorting. I put the whites in the white section, the medium, and then the dark section. So when I'm ready to do laundry, because I, I'm busy. They're already sorted. Right. So that's, that's a great really idea. helpful. But doing these things in the morning, because our days can get so crazy and life is so busy, um, when at night you go into your bedroom, you're going into some place that isn't chaos, can really unwind. And that is so important because our days, and I feel like especially today in the world that we live, it's just There's so much going on. Everyone's flying around and they have a million things to do. And the last thing you want to do is come into your bedroom and to then have to clean it up or to have chaos, right? When you come in, you want to be able to have a sense of peace Mm -hmm. and be able to kind of step away from all of that chaos. Exactly, exactly. And part of doing that is is to get organized mm-hmm. for, um, you know, the way your room is organized is a lot of it. You've got to have adequate storage right. in order to have somewhere to put all this stuff. Even the smallest apartment, though, you right. know, is a, can, you know, use that vertical. They do. I mean, in yeah. the Scandinavian design, for example, I know like Ikea, if you've ever been into Ikea, they... They're all about vertical space. And our smallest home that we have owned, we were extremely organized in that house because we did. We utilized um, higher, like, bookshelves that were built in the walls, um, anything to keep stuff off the floor. So, Mm -hmm. like, uh, cubbies and organizing bins and things like that. So what are some of the suggestions you have about helping people organizing their items in their bedroom. There are all these places that nobody has to see. Like, for example, put purses and things in storage under the bed in bins. And that really, then you're not looking at those. I've also heard that maybe at the end of a bed that you can use, I never thought about this, but using one of those um, ottomans that you can just open up and store just different things, like maybe different seasonal clothing that you're not using or something like that too. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, a big part too of an organized bedroom is paring things down to what you really use. Right. You know, I think that every spring or every time the seasons change, it's a really good idea to look at that season's clothes at the end of the season and say, am I wearing this? Is this something I want? Keep it down to what you need and what you love. Those, that's really the key. Don't have anything in your, uh, anything in your bedroom that right. you don't love or use. That is such a good point because it is true. I mean, I mean that's like a total Marie Kondo, right? That you only bring what brings you joy. And when you have all these my so I think again about my children. <laughs> Can you tell where my struggle is? <clears throat> so, um like their bedroom and for a little while there they uh, shared a bedroom. And there was so much stuff inside of their room that they couldn't even appreciate what they enjoyed because it was just chaos. And it became chaos so quickly getting their toys out and then their books and whatever have you. And they couldn't really even find the things that sparked that joy because there was just so much of it. And I think it, I would even go a step further. I mean, in our house, we go through it more than probably every season. I always have a bin that's for Goodwill. 
because yep. it, it might be that my kids are going through a period where they want to get rid of something, or I am. But I would almost say monthly, we're getting rid of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it keeps accumulating somehow. It like grows mm-hmm. like a plant or something. But just getting rid of that stuff so that you don't have clutter, because I just feel like when you have clutter, it just it, it clutters your mind, and you can't think, and you can't be productive, and you can't have that sense of calm. Well, that's exactly it. And the other thing is having adequate floor space mm-hmm. in your um, in your bedroom, because if, it, if everything is, if there's too much in there, you know, I don't know how you, you know, it is chaos. And I even go as far in, in my bedroom at home. I have my dresser in the closet. I have enough oh, wow. closet space That's nice. so that that gives me more floor space. And I have two comfy chair- chairs in there, really comfortable yeah. chairs. And definitely having another place to sit besides on the bed is really is really nice because right. you can another place to relax. And if you if you don't have room for a club chair or something like that, Putting a um, bench at the end of the bed, right. like you were saying previously, that can you can open and then store throws in, um, you know, and that kind of thing, or sweaters. That's such a good point because we haven't for a while, when we had a smaller um, bedroom, we didn't really have a room f- space for a, like a sitting chair or something like that. But we haven't had one in our bedroom, and it's so smart because you do. You want to have a place where you can sit and relax, and it doesn't have to be on your bed or, you know, to read before bed or to come back and, and just listen to some music or something right. like that, that you're creating a space where you truly can unwind and release the stress from the day. Yeah. So basically, kind of what I've been saying here is um, just to kind of sum up this whole um, the organization for the bedroom, definitely use your vertical space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, open shelving is a good idea as well. You know, the um, those are just really cute. You could put books on it. You right, can put- right. We, so we are big IKEA lovers. And the reason we love them is because, yes, besides the fact you do have to build it and become like a little, I don't know, toy factory or something. But you it, – it really – the, I'm just looking at modular furniture on my wall right now. And those bookshelves, um, I, I forget what they're called, but they have been used in multiple places in multiple ways. And I love that because we change things around a lot in our house and we always find a use for them, whether it be to store Legos in bins or to store books or to store bins with you know, just decorative items. It just, it's a clean line and in, you can hide all the little stuff so you don't mm-hmm. see it. And I'm a big person about not seeing little things and to group them together because yes. I get very, I don't know if I'm ADD or ADHD. I don't know what my deal is. But to me, if I have clutter of any kind and it's not together um, and stored, then it just distracts me. It stresses me out. So the more that I can have yep. put in something that unifies it, it gives myself myself like a sense of peace. Absolutely. Your modular storage reminds me of um, a lady that I worked with, and she had all these different, these little cubbies. And what we did is we basically organized her T-shirts by the color wheel. So when she stood back, we had a color wheel there, and it looked really cool. It was a walk-in closet with cubbies. And um, 
we just we were really proud of ourselves. Yeah, it's almost and like a piece of art. It, it yeah. is. So a lot of times storage can be art. Yes, for it sure. It doesn't have to be. Oh, I need a bin. You know, right? For exactly. Every, you know, it can it can really speak for right. itself, and that's yeah. a lot of fun. That is neat. You, you know? know, one other spot that I read about um, that you know I'm trying to incorporate too because we used to have nightstands that didn't have drawers and. You'd always see books or whatever. And, of course, you can use, like, a little basket or something like that. But having nightstands with drawers is a great way to hide some of those things, too, that you need right before your bedtime ritual, whether it be lotion, reading, you know, all that jazz. Absolutely. So it's out of sight, you know, until you need it. And I think that helps also just keep things open and off the floors. Yes. That's um, the other. Yeah. I'm a big person. Everybody that I've worked with says, I know, get it off the floor. Mm -hmm. Because when (laughs) you do bring off the floor, it gives you peace. Isn't it weird? I mean, it's just like, it it just, there's nothing. Space. Space. It's like space to think, space to just relax, you know, because if there's too many things, um, you're not really looking at any of them, as you were saying. And, um, you know, you're just seeing things or stuff. And, um, you know, there's a number of times that I've worked with people and we've ended up finding money and yeah. buried underneath something. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. All of us have something. Right. So it's really, you know, it's just we the and and this is true, too. If you have a disorganized bedroom, don't say I'm going to spend all day Saturday and get this taken care of. You, you. That's too much. You t- bite it off in little pieces. No more than two hours. Yeah, at I remember a time. you saying that. And that is so smart. And it's really important to. I think do that's it yeah, that yeah. I think that's really you smart know. because when you do it, taking on like the whole day, it just makes you feel kind of funked out it's chaotic and when you just do little bits it's not so bad I mean it really isn't and but I do like also where you said before about how it's not this isn't a shame game kind of thing and because we all are on our journey and if anybody knows any of my friends or anybody is listening to this I definitely have been a crazy mess in the past when my kids were young especially like we had stuff everywhere because both my husband and I are entrepreneurs and we move at a very high octane space so we have chaos a lot around us and so some of these organizational these tricks and things that I've learned have been through um just survival because if we want to be able to run at that speed we have to have a very structured well-oiled home because we do have a lot of chaos that runs around and so therefore our home needs to be a place of serenity and calm and organization and so basically if you come in my house it's very clean lines very light um, and not a lot of stuff because I don't have a lot of time to be organizing a lot of stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But getting back to how you would go, how you would start with this, uh, it's, you know, it really is whatever part of your bedroom is bothering you the most. Like if it's the closet, go through the clothes. Mm-hmm. Take care of that thing in and get as far as you can in two hours. And because I don't want anybody setting themselves up for failure. Right, right. I couldn't go into my house and do, you know, and say, oh, well, my garage is my thing. Anyway. Yeah. Well, no, mine is too. <laughs> I um, I want to go back to the bedroom, and I want to talk a little bit about the closet. And um, I want to just get some kind of quick tips and tricks about what are you, over the years, what have you learned, some tricks of helping people with 
their closets. Obviously, you're going to say, I'm assuming, like, purging things you don't want. Yeah. Like, if you're not wearing them, and how long would you say? Like, you haven't worn them for how long? Do you have, like, a, a well, rule of thumb that you Well, here's a trick. Mm-hmm. When you wear it, hang, um, go ahead and hang it backwards. Okay. So that you can see at the end of the season which things are still hung straight. Oh, that's a re- I think I've heard that. Some of that yeah. is such genius. I mean, yes. then you can see. It's yeah. visual. You don't have to go, did I ever wear that? You can so tell. So for within a year. And if you haven't worn it for a year or six months, is that what you... I mean, besides um, like a special, I would say, gown or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I or, would say, you know, I really would say within maybe a year and a half. Okay. Because, half. you know, some things, if they're, if you have too much in there... Right. Um, you know, you you may not have even seen it. Right. And you're like, oh, I love that. I'm going to wear that. And then it, okay, but then it goes, the right. hanger goes the other direction. So. You know, uh, there's that. And then there's this also thing that I think a lot of females deal with, and especially around childbearing ages and stages of changes with our bodies. And I'm going to wear that size um, again, or <laughs> these are my size for when, you know, I have so yeah. many friends that are like, yeah, Couple different sizes depending on you know. I'm mm. not sure that's necessarily the most healthiest thing no. because then you get trapped in either that other size, right, and not being accepting who you are at this time, and you're living in, and that's just also just clutter that, that that's just taking up space in your house. Well, you know what I think, because um, once in a while I do that, um, and what I've done is if I think that this smaller size, if I'm taking active steps toward getting to that smaller size um what I do is box them and put them in but I get them out of the closet that's a good idea because that's how how bad is that for your Uh (laughs) self-esteem uh-oh those are the those are the sixes yeah 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 that doesn't (laughs) I'm not there no because you're like reminded every day of what you could be looking like yeah your bedroom and your closet and everything just has to speak to peace right and to feel good about yourself yes okay so don't be holding on to different sizes and don't be holding don't have them in the closet yeah at least them yeah and don't and and don't keep on to things that you're not wearing after a year and a half because you're hanging them a different direction any other little tip for your closet yeah getting dressed when you're getting dressed um hang like items together okay all your pants together and go by put group them in color okay yep um do the same thing with long sleeve, short sleeve, um, blouses, shirts, okay. whatever. Um, you know, jackets, hang them by color group. You know, we all have a ton of black jackets. Right. right. You know, blazers most likely. Or um, go go ahead and um, put those. You know, put it all together. Right. And um, and then it's easy. Take your pair of pants. You can run them along the blouses and the right. jackets, right. and you got an outfit. Well, yeah, it does. I've always, like, color-coded. I've done it based on – I've never done it – broken it out to short sleeve. I do, like, all blacks together, blouses and all whatever. And I do it based on lightest to darkest because it's aesthetically more pleasing. Everything has to be aesthetically pleasing. Color wheel. Yeah, it's color wheel. It's it's a color wheel on my closet hanging up. But I like it because also it almost seems like one item. That color, all of those items equals, like, one. So it's not so busy in your closet, too. Now, shoes, do you have any tips for some shoes or anything? I Yes. Mm-hmm. If you don't have, let's say you have a small closet with a door. Mm-hmm. They have over the rack, yeah. you know, you can hang yeah. it where you can put your shoes in the in the rack. Right. And right. so, um, 
you know, and it just hangs on your door, so you're not tripping over them. It gives you space in the closet. Yeah, that's neat. I do um, remember using those. Yeah. 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 And then I don't use, um, well, and then I have a long one that's an adjustable shoe rack in my closet. Mm-hmm. And um, I just put my shoes, it can go as the length of the closet, just about. Oh, that's you cool. Know? So you and just so, put them stack them in there. Yeah, and then I can yeah. also see, put all, I put all the black together. Sometimes, okay, I'm going to fess up. Sometimes I kick them off and they're just sitting there. Okay. <laughs> You know, because you're human, and then you pick yeah, it exactly. Up at the beginning of perfect. the day, <laughs> yeah. and put them away, and then I go, oh, yes, we yeah. all have that, right? We all have. We that. all do. Yeah. I hate to say, I, I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, do nothing wrong. Well, I fessed up on the garage. So. Yes, you did. You have a messy garage, and so do I. <laughs> and I will say, you know, it's it's interesting because we do have shoes in our our uh, closet, but a lot of our shoes we have little cubbies right next to um, the door. So uh, they go right into the cubby. They don't even come into the bedroom for the most part unless they're a shoe that is not in a high use. If it's in a high use, it goes right by the door. Just because with my kiddos, they're everywhere, and then they, they don't know where their shoes are and and whatever have you. And I have great little cubbies in my closet for shoes, but they don't have as much space, so that way it keeps it a little bit more tidy if you have kids. Um, yeah, yeah, that's just a to good have idea. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I've mastered um, the entryway, <laughs> like the whatever, mud room. Mud room. I'm a mud room boss. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about mudrooms. That's another day. I will boss oh. away on the mudroom. But yeah, I think that all of that in the closet is so key. And I know that we spend a lot of time on closet, but it's so important because that is part of your bedroom. And to keep yes. that, you don't want it spilling over. And especially if you have a small closet, I think about, you know, a lot of people, I used to have a very small closet. And I think those back, I now I just totally remember when you're talking about the overhanging um, shoes um, rack that is so smart and boxing and I remember storing off-season clothes in um, bins just because it didn't have the room throw them under your bed yeah or yeah put them in and once again here I should be working for Ikea Ikea has these like little zip things that go under your bed that are very clean line Um, so and they're they collapse so if you're not using them they can be stored away and we Mm -hmm. use those all the time when we were in our um, house that um, was just a little bit yeah the kids didn't have as much room and so we had a store underneath their bed so that worked really well yeah Yeah. I mean there's just so you know the main thing is um, is to have space and and make it you know so many times when what we focus on is um you know the room the public rooms the right, living room right. dining room blah mm-hmm. blah blah and the bedroom is the last place guess which to... room is not painted in my house right now yeah i bet it's your master it's I bet my master it's... and in fact i have what this is this is horrific i have mopped <laughs> i have mopped and cleaned every wall in this house and repainted it except for my bedroom <laughs> and that's where and that's, I sleep. Like, okay. Because yeah. I'm last place. I'm mom, right? And I'm like, well, and I want to do it nice. We're going to redo the bathroom. But I, my kids come in and they're like, oh, my gosh, because our trim is still brown in there and everything. And yeah, oh, I just, and I I've painted this whole house. So they're like, well, when are you doing your bedroom? And I'm like, well, we still have all these other projects we need to finish. And someday, and that's sad because <gasps> it should be my sanctuary and it should be, a, yes. and, and talking to you, I'm like, you know what? This summer, or when it starts getting warm and I can open up the windows, I am painting my room. And I am getting myself furniture that all goes because mm-hmm. I need to be able to re-energize. And just like you mm-hmm. put the mask on yourself, 
you know, when you're on the airplane, you need to do the same thing for your own bedroom, right? Well, you know, that's actually what I was going to say is that is that when we, for example, if you move, mm-hmm. the first room that, uh, you know, that yeah. needs to get put together is the master bedroom because you got chaos, chaos everywhere else. Yeah, totally. And you really need that place. Right. And um, so often people don't, um, you know, they go, they say, oh, I just go in here to sleep. So it's right. really a non-room. It's just a bunk. Yeah, and that's sad. You know, that's sad because it could be your fueling, refueling. Exactly. Place. Instead of it being in front of the TV or whatever, you go into this place where you can. And I know, like Emily's going to be talking about this when we talk with her about just um, meditating and just you know just all the stuff that you can do, reading and you know gratitude journals, all those great things. It's mm-hmm. a great place for that. Is in your bedroom. It is, and when you have that extra place to sit that we talked mm-hmm. about previously, right. I mean that, you know, that should have a throw on it. That should right. have right. where it's cozy, and um, you know, and the color that you pick needs to be made when you walk in. It needs to make you feel like ah. Oh, Right. You know, like, yep. oh, I'm in a I'm in a really good place. Right. Now, some people may want uh, are happy with a more vibrant color or, mm-hmm. you know, um, I personally I I've got to share a story about a mm-hmm. color problem I, I did to myself. I was moving into a house following a big transition in my life and um, I ended up painting my entire place a caramel color. <laughs> The whole thing was mm. caramel color. What what made you decide you wanted some caramel in your I life? have no idea. Because <laughs> I was just in a weird space, I yeah. thought I had to pick a color, yeah. so yeah. it was caramel. Yeah. Well finally this year I changed the color and it's um and you know, and I've been in this place for five years and finally it, I was just depressed when I went in my bedroom yeah. because yeah. it was this color. So it's now a really soothing light light blue. Oh, nice. With white, nice, there's white clean. trim, yeah. and there's, you know, and I have soothing, you know, um, Pottery Barn, um, you know, duvet. Right. And right. so it's kind of a, a paisley. So oh, it's got pretty. some movement in it, and yeah. I have a sculpture-like thing hanging in there. And very so, pretty. you know, there's a lot of, it's peaceful to me. Right. You know, right. Now, someone else may want more vibrant, um, you know, you may, you could do dull walls, you know, or not dull. <laughs> What's the word? More I'm monotone wall yeah. color. Right. Just and then cool, something some, soothing. Yeah. Wall soothing color. walls with some more like pops of, of kind color of color on their yeah. bedding and, yeah. you know, yeah. their chair. Um, yeah. No, I agree. I, um, I, I think for a lot of people, the soothing is, is definitely probably going to be one of the popular because you can have those pops of colors and more crazy, busy rooms. Um, I mean, in pretty much your own house, I mean, your whole, the rest of your house. I, I do remember painting one in my townhouse when I first was out of college and I did it a deep red. Like a, I remember it was like Ralph Lauren red or something, but it was a deep, deep red with green like a lot of trees in there and stuff and it was pretty and it was even though it was bright it was still soothing and which is weird yeah but I I mean I wouldn't do it now because I'm very much like you know farmhouse like grays and taupes and stuff like that but um back then I'm I remember it being a peaceful and very 
like together room. And I think if it has cohesion, it can bring that peace as well. And, you know, we've been talking about a lot of this peace and tranquility. And that's all about setting yourself up for sleep, right? Yes. Because if you don't have yes. that peacefulness, that tranquility, that, that you're going to a room that's a sanctuary, then you don't have that transition to be able to have a good night's sleep. And especially if you don't make your bed, you're going to be, I mean, you think about the sheets underneath you and maybe your husband has all the blankets because it wasn't made correctly. And that's not going to give you a very good sleep because those things aren't all organized and you haven't made your bed in the morning. I'm just thinking back, like all of those things really yeah. impact our sleep. And, you know, I was thinking about when you mentioned the red wall, what you also mentioned is that you had a plant. Mm-hmm. It's what I find um, and I think a lot of people do, is have have a plant, have some right. nature in your room. Right. Because that not only does, even those, um, actually, even those fake um, succulents that they have at like mm-hmm. Home Goods, <laughs> uh, some of those can even be yeah, nice. Yeah, they seem like they're nice. Yeah, you know, I will say, like I'm looking right now on that wall and there's some fake succul- succulents and like ferny kind of small things, not like the big stuff. Because that does look a little plasticky and yucky. Mm-hmm. But the small ones aren't bad at all. And, you know, I've got – I never was into plants and growing them. But I've become quite the um, plant lady now. I mean, my kitchen – and you can make them look really cool. You can have shelves that are – and I have, like, metal big shelves with the um, the plants kind of draping over, mixed with some kind of cool art. And they look really nice. And not only that, they clean your environment, which I'm sure we'll talk about yes. in other podcasts, which is super important yes. too. But aesthetically, they give you a sense of peace and calm. They really do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and make sure that anything on the walls right. is also like that. It right. gives you, right. you know, I ha- I got a, um, I have a Renoir painting. Yeah, oh, nice. or, you know, yeah. not a you know, it's like a poster, but right. I had it framed really nicely and it gives me peace. Right. And it's, and you know, so that's in my bedroom. Right. And right. then, um, you know, there's just, uh, you know, you can do so many things to make peace. In fact, our podcast studio, which, um, is in a room that has no windows and it's in our basement and it was probably my least favorite well obviously my least favorite room in our house and it wasn't utilized at all until it became this podcast um room and because it still has like the tiles that you see at the school um and it has the fluorescent lighting and so I needed to make sure that we created some environment if we're going to be spending time in here that was peaceful that we could talk and enjoy ourselves and so I created a room where we put in the outside bulbs and i basically wrapped them going back and forth on the ceiling so it kind of gave a glow kind of a summer like you're sitting out on a back porch and I got this is crazy but I got a big truck tap a tapestry that has a big um, teal Chevy truck with the um, green grass and when it's kind of like um, twilight you know or it's like where it's magic hour and it just kind of has this vibe that now this room that I could not stand I've been working in it all day on the computer, and I'm like, this is kind of a cool place. And it's just because of what I've changed. The lighting, Uh the aesthetics. I have some cool, like, bookshelves. I'm going to probably get some more, you know, stuff to make it feel like you're kind of out on a porch. 
but it just it gives you that magical kind of feeling and that's what you want to have in your bedroom too it's yes that, yeah that escape that like sanctuary yeah. well it is true this room is cool <laughs> I mean I'm I'm really loving I'm it in here I wish everybody it. could see yeah. it well I it's think we'll have to put cool. some pictures up at the podcast <laughs> you will <laughs> yeah because so, the you know it is true that the lighting is very mm-hmm. important in your bedroom oh, so it should important. not over the ceiling yeah. I mean not the ceiling no, light warm it's gotta lighting, be for you sure know, more ambient yeah not having those blue lights and I know that we'll be talking about those in other podcasts but really steering away from that and having mm-hmm. you know even maybe having in your room where it's just not a blue zone where you're sticking to warmer and more therapeutic colors well I think we've talked about like quite a bit and I think there's some really great ideas on just basically how to create the right ambiance, how to keep, you know, creating order in organizing your bedroom, and basically having a good structure to the day of how to begin in the morning so that you've set yourself up for success. It's been such a great time talking to you. I really have enjoyed speaking with you, Lori, and I'm excited to be able to talk about organization throughout the home and creating healthier homes just in general with you. And I would love to have you tell everyone how if they are in need to create organization in their home how and they need some help how they could get in contact with you well you can um give me a call at uh 720-381-0903 or visit my website and that's um www.lifestylemgmtof co.com <laughs> if you didn't grab all of that no worries yeah. because their show notes on our health the healthier home podcast.com has all Lori's information as well as she is one of our regular co-hosts so you can just click on that and she'll also have all of her information there that's oh. awesome thank you so much Lori. well and thanks for having yeah. me and everybody out there have fun with your bedroom mm-hmm. have fun yeah Make it a wonderful sanctuary. Excited for all of you guys. Love to hear. If you want to um, share with us your questions or even how this is gone um, going with your organizing your room, go to the Healthier Home Podcast. We have um, a tab where it's asking your questions and contacting us. Go ahead and contact us with your questions or even your stories. We'd love to hear them. All right, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great and happy, healthy home. Bye-bye. That wraps up this week's episode of the Healthier Home Podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions, comments, or thoughts, please share with us online at thehealthierhomepodcast.com. Did you find today's show helpful in creating a healthier home? If so, please help us spread the word by leaving us a review in your favorite podcast app. And while you're there, make sure to subscribe to the Healthier Home Podcast so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Until next week, may your home be filled with health, happiness, and love. Bye for now.